Today is July 2nd. The Yankees have lost a three-game set to the last place St. Louis Cardinals. We're going to talk all about that. So let's do it. Let's talk some Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boyd. John Boyd Jake. Recaps galore. Probably cut it there. Cut it there, then. All right. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, brought to you by Seat Geek. And a reminder that if you use code Yanks, you can get $20 off your first purchase at Seat Geek. $20 off your first purchase with promo code Yanks, Y A N K S. You can click the link in the description to download the app. They got over 70,000 events every single day. They got a nice system on the app to make it easy. To know if you're getting a good deal or a bad deal and all that jazz. So thanks to Seed Geek. My name's Jimmy, and joining me today is producer BBD as uh Jake Spot, because Jake is a NASCAR uh phenom. So I'm technically covering for Jake. Mm. Maybe you would be covering for me, and now I'm covering for Jake because I wouldn't I'm not supposed to be working him on paternity, but so it's like a it's a weird it's like a uh Carousel. Yes, I was making jokes during the week after we had planned on this setup, saying like, "Yeah, Jake's out Sunday, so I had to go find a special guest." And the and people were like, "Oh, yeah, who'd you, who'd you grab?" Yes, because Jake texted me like, "Could I cover for him?" And I'm like, "Well, I mean, I, who's covering for me?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got anyway, one of the bigger accounts we could get on this show. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the Yanks uh, go 500 on their road trip against. Uh, the two last place teams that they played against Biebs, which is just like, yeah, Yanks without judge are 500 team. Yeah. So I don't, I still think, I still think the Yanks without judge are even at a 500% clip. Shouldn't go 500 on the road against two bad teams, but, but maybe, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, especially a team like the Cardinals that have, found ways to lose games all year it's uh it doesn't feel great but they're can't help but feel like the yankees are kind of shaking hands with themselves and saying all right 500 on the road without judge sure i they should be very embarrassed like you hear nelson at the end of the call being like it's not good they should go on five and one four and two like they just seem so resigned they seem a little resigned to the fact of like yeah well it's that's at least what they put off. I think beneath beneath the surface, they have to be like, "What the hell? How how is Judge so carrying us so much?" But uh, I don't know. I do. There's there is conversations we had about what's going on. We can with the play and like they admittedly are playing different without Judge. That was interesting to hear them say that in the post game after game two of this set. We also mm-hmm. get another sloppy double header situation. Really weird doubleheader situation uh, in the first yeah. and second game, which kind of sucked. And um, some good performances, but I, I was really, really hoping they were going to win today. Winning today really would have gone a long way. We already like the difference between four and two on this road trip and three and three, just vibes wise, is way bigger than like mathematically it should be. Um, and. They did all, all the all the little things that like mentally were gonna make my brain feel better. They did not accomplish. So we needed them to win the first three, four, 
win three out of the first four games mm-hmm. of this road trip. I wasn't on the A's and uh, Hokie filled in for me, but that's what we said before that. Remember, mm-hmm. they didn't. They went two and two. And the reason why we wanted them to go three and four was because then we could say they had a winning month or a 500 month. They would have been uh, 12 and 12 or whatever in, yes. in June, but they didn't. So they're, they had a below, they would have been 12 and 11. They had a below 500 month in June, just the order yeah. of the games. The first game of this set technically happened in July would have been June, but point stands. That's true because it got rained out, so it messed that up anyway. Yeah. But anyway, they they avoided they didn't do that. So now we have a losing month on the calendar. And if they won today on call, you you could sit here and say they won four series in a row and they had a four and two road trip. And you would kind of lean on those, even though there's still obviously some problems and and bad situations. But they didn't. They lost. They played sloppy. They played stressed, sloppy baseball. So now that's the conversation. So it's a different tone entirely. So I'll bummer. Yeah. They uh they didn't they haven't quelled any of like the fears about how gameplay goes. It, it, they're the same team they've been. Sometimes they pitch really well and win. Yes. And speaking of that, we have the um kind of groundskeeping of the show and all the injury reports and it's all pitching. So I don't even know how much this helps, but Rodon will make his debut as a Yankee on Friday, the seventh. So that's not Baltimore, right? Not Baltimore. They're dodging that. It's the first game of the Cubs series. When Wednesday, the fifth, the previously thought day to be his return. They haven't announced a starter. It's probably Randy Vasquez. Just, because we know he exists. Johnny or Brito another bullpen day like we saw could this be, series. But Brito would need someone to go in the IL if it were going to be him, and I don't even know if he's lined up. But, yeah. Rodon really hasn't stretched out in the minors either. He hasn't finished like four innings, I don't think. Yeah, did he, did he throw or 60 maybe pitches four, this time out? 4.1 or something? Yeah, that, I know by innings, I think this last rehab was shorter than the previous one. Um. Obviously, the results have pitches. been good. Yeah. I watched the final inning of his because it was kind of during the Yankees rain delay. So I flipped over and uh, looked, looked like my, looked like a, an all-star pitching against high A opponents. Ooh, that makes sense. That make, that adds up. So, buddy, yeah, he threw 58 pitches, 3.2 innings. So he didn't even finish four. So he's he hasn't pitched into the fifth inning yet in his three rehab starts. So it's mm. whatever. It doesn't really matter, yeah. but it's interesting. He's coming. So that should help the pitching, which has been pretty decent uh, in some areas. Some areas have been pretty bad. Um, Nestor, he started his uh, throwing bullpens. He threw 20 pitch bullpen. He said the report that Meredith gave us was that Nestor said he thinks he pushed too hard in spring training. And that after this one bullpen where he threw 20 pitches, just fastballs and cutters. He has declared that this is the best he's ever felt. That's good. So he's saying, like coming off the hamstring at the start of spring, he he pushed it too hard. I didn't really, I didn't really couldn't make sense of it. I didn't understand, you know, what where he pushed it hard and and how that that led to the sore shoulder. Um, yeah. 
But anyway, he's coming back soon. He's still going to need to throw a couple more bullpens and then minor league starts. He's going to I still have, to have, have him pegged for games. after the break. I think that's given. Yeah, and for sure. The, after the break, probably after the deadline. And the Wiseaga started his throwing program and he's slated to be back like mid August. That's all, though. I mean, you have Calhoun and Greg Allen offensively on mm-hmm. the IL. But those, they're not supposed to be part of the winning formula. And then you have Judge. He's the big one. So we used to have tons of names. Uh, Judge is the only offensive name. And obviously, it carries a lot of weight, what he does to the lineup and what he does. And it's almost crazy uh, how much weight it carries. But we can get into these games. I didn't prep Burns, but I if I'm burning, if I'm filling in for Jake, did you prep Burns? I, like, burn? I thought about prepping a, a, a burn but it also feels a little sacrilegious like at this point it's kind of jakes i don't know if anyone else I feel like i've done them before yeah I, I mean you can play the music and i'll just like read just say some games or i'm not gonna say any puns or anything witty um yeah sure music's playing Oh, nice. I can't hear it. All right, game one in St. Louis. Day game of a double header. Severino versus Jack Flaherty. Two flame throwers tied after three, but then Sevy gets hit. Single, single. Goldie pops him for a home run. Sevy gets shook. 3-1 pitch. Walk. First pitch. Fielder's choice. Thrown away by the third baseman. Slappy. And then two more singles. They put up five runs in the third inning. Do the Yankees come back? No. Oh, one, two, three. Uh, the next inning. And then Nolan Gorman hits a two-run home run in the bottom of the fourth to make it 7 nothing. So the Yankees go to Matt Crook. He gets got, which makes it 11 <laughs> nothing. And then they go to Nick Ramirez who I guess I should start getting familiar with, but I'm not still. Uh, And then Donaldson, after the rain delay comes out, he pitches a one, two, three. Everyone's laughing and smiling. Ooh. After the second rain delay, they put up a bunch of runs in the bottom of the top of the ninth inning. It amounts to nothing, but they do say that helps them win the next game, which we'll do later. Yep. They said, they said that they said the Donaldson thing helped, helped them flush the whole thing. The only thing I had written when I thought about like, Ooh, am I going to try to write a burn was something about a uh, rate limit exceeded uh, after the first rain delay. Cause they pretty soon had a second rain delay and that was yeah. crazy. And that was I could, I forgot about that rule. Yeah. That you, you have to finish. If you're going to start game two of a doubleheader, well, you have to finish game one because the weather cleared up enough when it's like, oh, but it was 11 to one and no one wants to do that. No, uh, one but wants they to did it. Yeah. That, because of that rule, I thought for sure they were going to can it doubleheader today. Move along, but they got the games in whatever. Offensively, DJ got a hit. Bowers got a hit. Glaber got a hit. IKF got a hit. Volpe got two hits, um, and Oswaldo Cabrera gets himself three hits. Yeah, threw it's kind of surprising. Real bad, but what's that? He had that one ball that he they threw away that would have been a double play or at least a force out at second. That I was 
going to be really mad about and thought he'd be an easy MF, and then he has one of the better offensive stat lines this series, and I don't know. Stop. Yeah, but it's another Sevy start. Like, Sevy's game log got to look bad. I, we're probably mm-hmm. talking about him later. Um, yeah, just bad. Offense scrapes him by at the end when no one really cares on either side, but... Offense does nothing. Can't push any cross versus Flaherty, who's had... He's kind of been like Savvy. Like, he's had games where he's gotten got. The Yankees aren't going to offer that this year. Um, Savvy's stat line this season is now bad, so, uh, obviously. He has a 6-3 ERA, and his game log is really bad. We'll talk about that later. Um, mm-hmm. Like, Savvy... Yeah, okay. We'll talk about that later. Anything he's else? Decision-wise, there's no decisions. They bring Donaldson in. No, the the only decisions are like about the starting lineup. Like they they clearly this one was the punt lineup of the two doubleheader games. Everybody gets involved a little bit. You just know how the Yankees do things. Yeah, I can't tell anymore. <laughs> yeah, they also don't have a ton of choices, but to be no Stanton, with no no Rizzo no Bader no Stan right. No Bader, um, Bader, Stanton, Tre- Trevino, Donaldson were the bench t- to start this game. Yeah. All right. Well, we can go to game two, which was right after game one. Yeah. Stan did play. Bader did play. Trevino did play as well. And yeah, I mean, they go bullpen. Gross. All right. I'll hit the music now. You tell us what happened. Yankees started off hot right where they left off the first game. DJ LeMayu first pitch single. Glaber Torres also puts the first pitch of the game of the de- of the at-bat he sees in play. So two pitches, two balls of action, one single, one fly ball. Stan hits the second pitch he sees, another single, and then Rizzo hits a single, and then Bader sack fly. They score one run. They three singles. They push one run across. But hey, offense is doing it. We're so excited. Opener and returner from the IL, Ian Hamilton, gives up a first uh, uh, bat homer himself. So the game is instantly tied. I said to my dad, "Ha, dad, tied game." Uh, isn't that funny? We <laughs> thought we had momentum. Nah. Uh, but then we got momentum back because Volpe hit a huge and fun triple to right field, which scored Isaiah Canafalafa, who had had a single before him. Uh, And then because it was a triple, DJ scores him on the sack fly, and you're like, look at us. We're speed and we're fast. Marinaccio comes in. They ride him for one, for two innings or something like that? 1.2, 40 pitches. 1.2, 40 pitches. He kind of got, he was, he was, Tired at the end. The big story is King. He comes in as the bolt guy. His final line is really nice. He did a good job escaping the jam, the one inning, and then going 3.1 innings, one hit, zero earned runs. Wandy after him, Canely after him, Clay after him. Yankees hold a 3 2 lead. Um, no, yeah, they, and then the cool fast guys again do it again at the end of the lineup where you get IKF walks, Volpe singles, and then IKF scores on a suicide squeeze and clay Holmes shuts it down yeah. it good bullpen day big bullpen day yeah is that the first, had... like pure bullpen day we've gotten 
this year? Maybe. I, I know so. they've done. Yeah, I think so. Hamilton to Ron to King to Wandy to Canely to Clay Holmes. Yeah. Um, do you have any? I saw people on Twitter having issue with Hamilton being the opener guy. I I guess in my head, I would have done Cordero just because he's done it already this year, but I, I didn't think it really mattered. I'm interested in asking Boone why they went with him. Uh, he's returning from the IL, and maybe it's like easier for him just to like, hey, guarantee we're get your this is your return to action, like his minor league stints, or he knows when he's pitching and all that. Yeah, you, you um, know the exact scenario you'll be in. But yeah, I don't. I don't really know, and I I don't know what the plan was. Like, how many pitches were they going to give him? It could be because he was on a pitch count maybe of like around 30 pitches because that's what he did on his re that they were like the first and that's all. Yeah, I wonder if the first inning was cleaner. Would they have done more or started a second and then go to Ron? And I'm guessing so, but I really I really don't know. Um, big pickoff at the end of this game. Oh, Joe's McFly's calling me. Mm. Look into what that's about. What's up? Hey, Jimmy O'Brien. I'm just calling to see how about our Yankees. I go out there to St. Louis and lose Sabanti. I'll hang up a lesson. Thanks. I mean, why don't you catch the net, Joe's? We're talking about game two. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, sorry, I was just one of our callers. Dumb guy. Dumb guy. Monty didn't pitch in this game. Not I don't know. This, this is how the Yankees have to win games. Like, And, and then you're going to see them try to repeat this in – the next game and they can't do it because this is a tough way to win games every night and it's a little stressful and it's a little like you're going to make mistakes but they got to pick guys off the bases right and they mm. they did that they got to do suicide squeeze plays and grab the extra base and run did that they also their strategy of swinging early finally paid off we've had an entire season where i i felt like maybe this is the second game where they've just been jumping uh, a pitcher and it worked out for them. There was another game. Was it Scherzer? There's another game. I think so. When like Stanton jumped him and yeah. Um, Kershaw too, but then Sevy blew that game oh, where like, yeah. it was like, Oh, nice. The plan that you guys have been doing for three months now uh, is actually working. So this game was one of those uh, Libertor Libertore. How do you say his name? I think Lib? I think it's become Liberator. I'll see what uh, Baseball Reference has to say on it. Liberator. Uh, no libera- Liberator. Liberator. Maddie Lib. Maybe that's just Jake's been saying Liberator a lot. Yeah. Uh, don't trust Jake with names usually. 50-50? But. It was a good game. It was like a tight game. I kind of enjoy the tight games. Like I, I really enjoyed seeing Canely pitch again. Um, Wandy had a really a run, cool. Yeah. Wandy's strikeout of Nolan Gorman in this game was really cool. Right after the walk to Goldie, he goes five fastballs in a row uh, mm-hmm. to Nolan Gorman. I like that. I like that. Yeah, two strikeouts for him in this one. He's maybe turned a corner from... Glad June. Yeah. Maybe needed a little bit of a break. Yeah. So you like this lineup better? DJ leading off, Glaber, Stan three hole, Rizzo four hole, Bader five, Donaldson back in. He goes 0 for four. 
and then and then Kiner, Volpe, Trevino, that was like all the offense right there. Trevino had one hit and one RBI, but Kiner and Volpe got things done. Yeah, the only guys with multiple hits. Uh yeah. The of these of the two lineups in the doubleheader, this was this was the better one. Um do we there's been some chatter on on pregame shows about Volpe eight hole versus nine hole. Um do you do you have thoughts there? No, I like him nine hole. Yeah, he's been I, eight hole ahead of the catchers of late. I like him nine hole better. Double lead off. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if they would do it more if Judge was back, where he'd like if he's nine hole and on base, he's probably on for Judge. Where eight hole in front of a catcher. You're not worried yeah. about stealing and getting out in front of them or like setting up just an intentional walk. Yeah, I best wonder. laid plans, right? Because who cares right now? I don't think it's making that much of a difference in anything. Yeah. I wish it was. Yeah. All right. Game number three, like I said, really wanted this one. Would have changed the whole tenor of the show. Would have changed everything. I have hit the music button. Old pal Jordan Montgomery with his beard on the bump versus Garrett Cole. No beard that's tied through three and a half. And then Cole gives up a couple of hits. Arenado rocket double to left field and then Burleson single to right. Another single scores Arenado and then another single by the backup catcher later on can't be doing that and then finally they turn a nice double play to get out of it two nothing in the fourth who cares that's fine the only problem Monty's no hitting his former teammates strikes out Volpe strikes out Bowers Trevino lines out he's breezing through him he looks good he's kind of fun it's like he's only throwing three pitches instead of five, which was kind of the whole thing about Monty when he was with the Yankees, and we kind of always talked about that. Like, he doesn't know which pitch is going to work, and it makes so much sense that he's just narrowed it down to three and less, and good for Monty. Kind of missed him. I liked him. Homegrown. Uh, Two-nothing. Becomes 2-1 after... After... Um, what the fuck happened? Someone walked or something, and then Bowers hit a huge double. I said... This is going to be a two-run homer. It was a double. Oh, it was the bunt. It was yeah. a stupid bunt. It was uh, it was IKF struck out, but it was a pass ball, so he got the first. And then the Volpe and the Yankees were like, yeah, I forgot. That's what we do now. We just, like, do the smallest of ball, <laughs> so we'll bunt. And then and then that's a real dumb bunt. And then Bowers hits um, RBI double, which thought was going to be a bomb and uh, you're like well one run game let's do it they bring in Cordero who gives up a single and then a homer so now it's four to one and you're like this stinks it becomes five to one they lose and everything stinks stinks Yanks lost dude that bunt changes the whole tone of the series. Yeah. Cause it's like I strikes out, but oh shit, 
yes, the Cardinals find ways to lose. That's what they've been doing all season. And I kept strikes out, but now he's on first base and there's only one out. Great. Volpe's hottest hitter on the team. This is an awesome setup. We benefited. They gave us a free base runner on an out. Let's give them an out to move that base runner. Like it's, and I know they're not bunting for an out there. He's bunting for a base hit. To do that, you have to make sure you get it past the pitcher. Otherwise, it's a terrible, terrible like decision and move. Now it's two outs, runner in second. Who cares? Yeah, they. Volpe's uh, hot as hell. Volpe's hot as hell. I mean, Jeff Nelson said it on the broadcast. Like Monty, not really a guy who has a huge fall off to the right side either. So, like, as far as lefties go, not a guy you really would target for that. Um. Yeah, you got, if you're going to do that play, you got to be good at it. And, and nobody yeah, and has proven they're good at it. And after the second game, IKF discussed like the playing style of, of pass the baton. And he said, his words were, that's what we got to do with Judgy out. Pass the baton, keep it moving, trust the next guy. Which is like, yes, you, you have to do that, but you shouldn't have to do it because you're still like so many players that are supposed to be good in this lineup, but clearly they've talked about that we have to play this way. And then on the other side of the ball, they have to limit the runs being scored by the other teams so much. They're doing so many back picks and pickoffs mm-hmm. and, um, and, and almost like just like trying to press and get the double plays. And then it's sloppy and, and Higgy tries to pick the, the, the throw to the third goes in the outfield, the fifth run scores in this game. And you're like, mm-hmm. This style of ball for the team that we have is awesome when it works, but but uh, it's not going to work all the time because it's not how they're it's not their a formula. They're doing it because Judge is out, so it's like now we're sloppy and we're giving outs away. Yeah, there's a part of you that like appreciates changing the style to try to make things happen because you know that judge is out and they got to kind of do what they can. But then when when slop happens as a result and they still make just a lot of mistakes and, the, and you're like, oh, we're not a team really built to play this way. We're doing it out of necessity. It's not... It's not what this team's supposed to do, and you should be able to survive to not have to go to this when one guy's out. This game specifically, Rizzo also out, not because he was hurt, just yeah, had a day, but double header. He played both games of the double header. Yeah, yeah, and I do think if Rizzo's playing, he might get him on that pick. Yeah, he's he particularly him and Trevi have like they clearly have a play there, like those two are in sync. And when I saw Bowers doing it, I was trying to think of like potentially an award later that that would commemorate that. And like, that's, eh, I think that's a lot of Rizzo. But what do you, what do you make about uh, Donaldson not playing game three? They had said in the pregame that like nothing specific, but it, like just vaguely he needed the day. They didn't say it's because he p- pitched 11 pitches, but. They said that pregame, and it. I said on Twitter before, like before the game when the lineup came out, like if he's not gonna start against lefties, like 
Like, actually, kind of what are we doing? His numbers are technically good against lefties this year. At not a very big sample, and they're not good numbers, but I think technically, technically entering today, he had like an 857 OPS against them, like 20 plate appearances. It's like, if that's a spot, we're, we're, we're playing Bowers against a lefty. Who, uh, hey, I'm happy to get him in the lineup more. He drew, drove in, was it their only run today? Like, he's not the problem, but you could have moved some stuff around and made that work. Yeah, I don't know what to make of that one. It's kind of odd. Should have played. It's weird. Saving him for Baltimore? Who cares? Guys, so annoying. Um, Hey, all the burns that you guys just heard were brought to you by Shady Rays. I'm down at the Jersey Shore this weekend, and I forgot my sunglasses. I've been walking around in the morning just staring at the sun, kind of making me sneeze. I look like... I look like kind of like lost and sickly squinting as I'm walking around. And I just was like, I miss my shady rays. I really like them. You can get yours and uh, you can get 50% off two plus pairs, 50% off two plus pairs. And if you break them or you lose them and you're missing them as much as I'm missing mine, you can replace them. No problem. So use code yanks for 50% off two plus pairs of Polarized sunglasses exclusive for the listeners of Talking Yanks. Thank you, Shady Rays, for bringing us those burns that uh, everyone just heard. Thanks, Shady Rays. I've uh, I've replaced these sunglasses that I'm wearing before. It's really, really easy. It's not a complicated system at all. Just just put your email back in. They're like, oh, it is. I was very excited to hear how easy it was when you told me that. All right, first award we give out. That's a yawn. Two kids. Two kids now. It's tiring, man. The beach and and two kids. Um, and James is crazy, like hmm. loves the water. So pride of the Yankees, pride of the Yankees. I am going to give my pride of the Yankees to Anthony Volpe. I tweeted a tweet, and I know some of you don't want to waste your rate limit on tweets on uh, me, <laughs> but I tweeted out that um, everyone's tweeting about Volpe, the adjustment, right? Since after the adjustment, mm-hmm. but he did have a stretch earlier in the year. That was like decent. Even like though late it April, he had like a, probably like a 10 gamer. That was, it didn't seem repeatable. I remember saying like, we're like the style base where we wanted him to play, but it was good. Um, so I I went and I took the before game three today. It was 58 plate appearances since the uh, batting stance adjustment where his batting more closed off now. Um, and then I took, okay, I went, how many games get me to 58-ish so before? So the 59 plate appearances before the adjustment, 58 plate appearances after the adjustment, similar sample size, and kind of like directly like it got so bad he needed to do the switch. The numbers are insane. 107 batting average before, 373 batting average after. That's a really big one. The slugging jumps up. The on-base jumps up a ton. Some quirky ones uh, that I really like is I put hits on outside pitches. One in that 59 sample before. Eight on the 58 plate appearance sample after. And uh, the other one I really liked is the line drive percentage was 10 beforehand, 10% of the balls put in play were line drives. Now it's 36 
which is really high. Like I don't, that's not going to stick. Neither is a 450 on base percentage, but it's just like so drastic how much better things have become. The K percent went down. The walk percent went up. He had five multi-hit games in a row, I believe. Yes, I think ended that ended today. today. That's uh, really cool. And and then I also in the tweet included the spray chart on outside pitches because that's the biggest part of his game. And and I had said on the podcast a while ago that was like it was something along the lines of until he gets a single to right field, I'm not even really evaluating him because there's he has not adjusted to major league hitting pitching until he kind of does that. Well, he's doing it all time now, and it's so much better. Like the triple he hit in this game, going to right field. So I put the spray chart of uh, outside pitches, and in that sample from before, he had one hit, and it was a little left of short of the second base bag. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's got eight hits afterwards, and he's got the triple to right, a double to right, two to center. He still has some that he's pulling, but it's just like makes – Yeah, it makes more sense. Yeah. he looks a lot more like the guy we were supposed we we thought he was gonna grow into. And um, I'm not saying that these numbers from the last 48 are like gonna be who he is, because no player is that. Obviously, it's a small mm-hmm. sample. It's a 373 batting average and a 450 on base. But this style of hitting and style of of play is who he's supposed to be. Where that 10 game stretch earlier in the year wasn't really that he was just kind of swinging big hitting homers and taking walks uh this is awesome like if this is how he can hit that would be great even in his fourth at bat of the third game of this set he was 0 for three in his fourth at bat he gets a single to right field i believe Mm -hmm. and he waited so long he let the ball get deep on him and then snapped it which is not what is opposite of what he was doing so i'm loving the adjustment I also think he's taking it on the field. Like we haven't seen him be too sloppy or botch a ball. It's short. I was thinking about about that today. I I can't remember when the last bad one was, and the metrics all year have liked him. I know we've had our, yeah. our qualms with defensive metrics. They like him. I think know. he. Could, I think a shortstop with a slightly better arm doubles up. Uh, mm. Donovan today. He pulled Bowers off the bag, threw it a little high. Also. He doesn't have the the fastest arm, so you think you know you have a a, a shortstop that can like unload that. Yeah, I I think you know we're getting a little off seasony, I guess, but like long term, I think he projects to be an excellent second baseman. But well, why doesn't he just do the Bartolo Colon method and go throw a bunch of coconuts all winter? I think he did that a couple either last off season or the year before. I remember there was there's one article. About how like yeah he went to went to like a pitching coach that like got got him a little more velo on his throws from short and allegedly it helped. So I wonder what it was like before. I didn't get to watch him then, but have a catch with coconuts is what worked for Bartolo Colon. Yeah, I uh, I like I probably would have gone to Volpe if you didn't. The one like still kind of hole in in this recent stretch is like yeah that strikeout rate's still higher than we'd like, but it's in uh much more manageable area that's like I can excuse 24% strikeout rate for being a rookie. It's something that I would want him to work on this offseason. The number before was untenable. That was crazy high. So I I wanted to see if he was chasing the outside sliders less because like pitchers were just throwing that over and over when he was going really bad and he was swinging at it. 
And so I looked at like his uh, chase rate. It it improved a tiny bit, but then I looked at his chase rate against sliders off the plate. I was kind of surprised to see that hasn't really changed. He's still chasing that pitch at the same clip. He's getting a couple hits off of it, not a lot. I think it just doesn't look as awful as it used to look. Yeah, so it it's not in my brain as much. The uh, the at bat to at bat vibe feels a lot better. I guess maybe yeah, he feels he feels comfy and all that. So, uh, yeah, super happy. Boone's post conference when they asked him, told him like how hot he is. He was just kind of nodding. He was like, "Yeah, this kid's good." Told you. So they had been saying for a while that that even during the bad times before he made a tangible change, like that they they believed in it was at least some degree of bad luck as well as bad play. So yeah. there's some natural regression that I think was gonna come. If they, I wonder if they sent him down like three weeks earlier, uh, he would have gotten Austin Wells sneaky ninja lesson hmm. way earlier. They could have hung out. Yeah. We could have been back up quicker with the chicken parm Intel. Oh, but then maybe Peraza would have done well and they can't have that. Dude, I'm so excited for trade season. I'm like, Aroldis Chapman got traded, and I got giddy because I'm like, yes, give me some more. Give me it's the July next. Now. We're so early, obviously. But I love when people make, I love when teams go and make early trades. I, uh, did you see on the Chapman one, like Dusty was saying, he's like, oh, I thought we were going to sign him this offseason. I really wanted him. Thought we were going to trade for him. Now I really wanted him. Uh, so, yeah, that's the that's the Rangers playing defense more than offense. Yeah, and they and they really needed a reliever too. So yeah, yeah, that's the clear hole in in their team. So who are you gonna spin to for your pride? For my pride of the Yankees, honestly, not a not a great crop. Uh, I'll do one last scan of the of the stat page, but I I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do it. Mike King, three point one. That's who. That's who I was going to go with, yeah. Yep, Mike King, 3.1 uh, shut, right? Yep, one hit. He won for him personally. He kind of needed like a, a fully good outing and, and for him to be able to show fully that length again. We haven't gotten to see that in a bit. Uh, and he was, you know, bullpen day. Someone has to step up and do a little more than we're used to seeing. Good job, Mike King. That was awesome, man. And he didn't actually throw that many pitches, right? Yeah, 36 pitches in, in three and a third. Ron beat that in one and two thirds. So he was he's pretty um, efficient. And and he he leveled his pitch mix. Maybe he knew he was gonna go a lot, or maybe he's just been trying to do that. But he um he threw four pitches in this game. Uh he threw the sinker. The, the four seam, the sweeper, and the changeup. When he's gone lesser, it's been like, you know, just like 50% sweeper and then sinker, and that's all a lot. Mm-hmm. But he kind of went 30%, 27%, 25%, 14%. So, you know, really mixed mixed it up. Yeah. He hadn't, I think he hadn't gone since the Rangers series. So, coming off a little extra rest, too. Um, everything about him, well played. He got zero whiff on his sinker and sweeper. He only threw 10 and 11 of them. Hmm. That's interesting. The changeup did really well for him in this outing. The one hit came off the sweeper. Yeah. 
Good job by Mike King. Good job, Mike King. We like you. Um, the next award is you Yankee motherfucker. Uh, it's an easy savvy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember. I wonder how Jake and maybe how you guys feel about savvy. I remember when he was coming back from the IL, and I was. I mean, I love 2017 Severino, but I was like, we haven't seen good Sevy in a long, long time. Like, I don't think you can trust that he's going to come back and help us at all. Dude, he's been bad. Yeah, like, I, I wasn't necessarily as down as you. Now we're in a different place since last time we got to discuss it. Um, it's not good. I'm pulling up. His last log. six starts, he has an 8-1-7 ERA, and you're like, oh, well, just like two of them really skew it. It's like, no, four innings pitched. Seven earned runs against the Dodgers. Five innings pitched, four earned runs against the White Sox. 4.2 innings pitched, five earned runs against the Mets. Five innings pitched, three earned runs against the Red Sox. Then a good one versus the Rangers, six innings pitched, zero earned runs. But now it's four innings pitched, seven earned runs. Mm -hmm. Like, man, the game log, you can't find any saving grace. Like, this has been bad. Yeah, it's two and a half good games out of eight, and the rest are like kind of fully bad. Besides one that uh that Red Sox game, five innings, three earned is eh. So so just based on that scale, more than half. Yeah, I, I remember that bad. game. We were his baseball savant page is all blue. It looks bad. I don't. There's different levels of caring about that amongst people, and I don't. You can put whatever yeah. stock into it you want, but uh, on a general didn't, didn't used level, to be all you don't blue. want all of them to be bad. Didn't used to be all blue with him. Um, he just went fastball heavy again, which is like uh, even more than he has in the past. He went 64% fastballs, which is bizarre. And the fastball velocity was down two miles per hour. Don't know if that matters. It was at 95 he sat 95 the game before he sat 97. Um, yeah, the Rangers game, he was back up, and it felt like, okay, that's something tangible. Um, And he could not follow it up. What's going on with Sevy, man? And what's our rotation? Like, Rodon's coming back. Oh, you know who else they said? They, they mentioned um, Montas. Like, oh, there's still oh, Montas yeah. is going to be in play. Like, shh, shut up. Yeah, even like with those articles and stuff that came out, it was like, uh, yeah, he might literally pitch in September, based on like the timeline they were saying there. It's like All right, that that doesn't count. Yeah, that's just like um, that's like good for you and like pitch to trade, we'll get a stock up. I think he'll be a free agent, right? So, like, good good for you. Show show everybody else you're healthy, but yeah, I I, I can't do anything with. Frankie Montas updates right uh, now. I agree. So Savvy's my MFR. Yeah, he's he's the the easy one by far. The worst numbers. I um. I think I know. Yeah, uh, uh, mine's going to Jimmy Cordero. Not, mm. Bad today. Kind of the Yankees were in a position to win the game potentially. They, they were obviously losing at the time he comes in, but. He lets the Cardinals expand the lead. It's not a good line. It's been 
his numbers on the year are obviously pretty good. It says a lot about where the Yankees bullpen is that that he's probably the the last guy right now besides like Abreu. Um but it's just it's been a little bit since when he was kind of really rolling. I know by game by game it, the numbers aren't the game log actually looks better than I thought, but it's been a while since it was like, yeah, I felt like good about Cordero when he entered a game. Uh, but I, I think in the future you'd want to switch it. Like you were saying, you'd want Cordero to open and you want Hamilton to get that spot. That's that's a better, from what we've seen out of the two, that's a better situation. So I wonder in the future when Hamilton's more rested, if that happens. If if Loisig is back, well, actually there's a lot of relievers right now. Crook, Ramirez. Yeah, well, Crook's back down. He was 27. Yeah, he's 27. Uh, Ramirez. Yeah, Ramirez. So just Ramirez then? Ramirez is the only one with an option, and it, like, would make sense when when uh, Rodon comes back. So it'll be interesting to see what happens between now and then. Usually with the Yankees, these things uh, solve themselves, but... Ramirez has been good, and they kind of like him in high leverage. And while Wandy's been not prime Wandy, I think they like having another lefty to use. But yeah, so but Canley will get all Can- the lefty spots. Canley and Marinaccio, to a lesser extent, can can do that with their their changeups. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm curious where they end up with that choice. But I guess we'll know. We'll potentially know Wednesday when they have to pitch somebody. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. 40 minutes. Okay. Can... Has, has Cordero gotten an MF before? Mm, I'm doing a quick scroll. Did you just, did you just rip that bandaid off for him? I think that's I did. wild. I think I did. Cause he's been mostly good this year. Most of the Yankees bullpen has been good. Johnny Brito got a couple. Yeah, I think this is his his first. Oh, no. And I've been liking Cordero. I've been respecting Cordero more than a lot of people. And but yeah, it's been it's been a little bit, man. I'm trying to butter knife some stats right now. So hard. Mm, what's the nature of the stat? Johnny Brito. So fifty one point two. Minus 3.1 is 48.1. Yes. 48.1 innings pitched. And then you have 21 earned, no, no, 27 earned runs. Minus 10 is 17 earned runs. My, my 10th favorite website going ERA calculator. Number of earned runs is 17. I said I'm doing Johnny Brito's. Butter knife line to uh, take Minnesota out oh, of the picture. Minnesota game. Yeah, exactly. He would have Johnny Brito on the season. If you exclude games against Minnesota, which means 10 games started, has a 3 1 8 ERA. That's with both Minnesota games taken out? Yeah. Nice. And guess what? Yanks aren't going to play Minnesota again the rest of the season. Done. Because my point is, one, that doesn't matter because it's not really actionable. They're not going to do it, but I'd rather Brito starting than Savvy right now. A little bit. 
like if if I needed one to start a game tomorrow, right now I, I right now it just can't be Sevy. Or just like the month of July, like you know you could have patience and Sevy could turn it back on because he's done it before, but we can't really afford to be doing that. Yeah, I guess the I guess the Yankees would say, well, when. Rodon comes back. He adds a little more length. We can have shorter leashes on Chevy, on leashes on Chevy, on Sevy. Um, yeah, and he doesn't have to like wear it as much and, and try to battle through. And he can go a little more, go for like a four good inning appearance once, and we'll and we'll take that. I don't know. He's yeah. he hasn't he hasn't been the Luis Severino we love. No, if the fastball is not at ninety seven. He's not good, which is like kind of really weird. Anyway, uh, we're going to go to regular auto world, which brought to you by bird dogs. Bird dogs are clothes that Jake wears when he travels. They become his travel, his travel. He like, he got emotional over that, over the fact that he could be comfortable. Mm -hmm. Also on weekly dumb, he said he puts his hands in and I've seen him do this. I never really calculated. Puts his hands under the seatbelt on airplane. So he strapped down. Like literally that's what you do for a newborn. You yeah. swaddle them so they can't move. Like he said, he sleeps better tied up. <laughs> he did say that on weekly though. Well, Jake's traveling right now. So he probably wore his bird dogs because they have like stretch khaki shorts. They have um, the, rest- the other shorts that I don't know what you would call them, but they're like comfy as shit. They anti stink sweat wicking fabric. Mm-hmm. They feel like summer when you wear them. Really comfortable clothes. You can go to birddogs.com slash yanks or enter promo code yanks for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash yanks or promo code yanks for a free Yeti style tumbler. Go check out their clothes and uh, try some. They're very, very comfortable, which is important. It's important to be comfortable. Very comfortable, very versatile. Uh, like you can, you can really dress those up. You can wear them casually. Good pants, man. Good clothes. Let's hand out some awards. And you get to go first, Jim. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Do you have a theme? Should we do them Jake themed? Um, I don't know about a theme, but I have one in mind for sure. So I hope you don't take my guy. Okay. Also, but don't take your guy. No, dude. No one played. That's the thing. Yeah, double header game. No How many guys played guys. all three games? Three. Ooh. Looks Volpe. like Glaber, DJ, and Volpe. Looks like it did, and like if somebody snuck into one as like a pinch hitter once. No, I don't think we even got that. Oh, and 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 another guy. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give out the oh and and this guy award. No, that's bad. Uh, Jake Jake wishes award. The award is the Jake Wishes Award. Yeah. Jake Wishes Award. Billy McKinney? No, Jake Wishes. Uh, Jake loves Billy McKinney. Hates Bowers. Loves Billy McKinney. Uh, IKF. Mm. Jake Wishes he could play ball like IKF. (laughs) IKF is the uh, heart and soul of the Yankees team. Offense lives and dies with him. If they can get him on base and he can steal and shit, they're awesome. The suicide squeeze, 
I mean, he's getting on base when he's striking out. Didn't do that that much last year. Talked about his confidence with Meredith, knowing the guys trust him. Uh, in this series, IKF goes, uh, he bats 400 with a 538 on base percentage. He played what position? He played center field. Center right, right, I think. Okay, center right, right. The suicide squeeze um, immediately stole second base on a walk at one point. Made a lot just kinda, of them. Just doing things, making it happen. Yeah, he, so I couldn't believe how good the numbers for him on on the series were. Um, well, he was three he, for three, and yeah, right. And I think he then he got out, or or I don't know what happened in his fourth at bat, but uh, I won't walk three. <laughs> so yeah, his second game carries it a ton. Yeah, two walks in this one. I uh, in the for series a, for a super util. You take away how much money he's making. Um, which we shouldn't care about. The Yankees can spend money. Three walks. He walked in all three games. He, his slash line on the year right now, I think you would say is great if, for his role. We would, um, we would have taken it coming in. It's below average, but it's going to be tough to get a guy that's above average that is making multiple appearances at third, center field, and pitcher. Mm-hmm. Like he's gotten everywhere, but with sneaking into second base and against Oakland, he's gotten everywhere. But uh, first base and catcher, let's get him a catcher inning. It almost happened today too. Uh, Should have happened today. That was dumb. Could have made that made that in line to happen. Would have been interested. The on base isn't great. The slugging's not great. The batting average is okay. It's who he is. He's actually been a little bit better, but he himself is saying he's hitting from a power now. 260 batting average, the 306 on base percentage. So if he can get that up a little bit, the OBP, find himself to like a 100 OPS player. Now, when healthy, I, I don't know if he's playing every day, man. It's like, is he the left fielder? Is him and Bowers some sort of funky platoon when Judge is back? Or Yeah, I guess healthiest version of this team. You probably start Bowers because he's a lefty with pop, and yeah, IKF comes in and there. pinch runs or something. I don't know. Yeah, you, you pinch run or just defensive replace in, in the seventh inning or something. Dude, I'd love to find IKF's numbers when Judge isn't playing. What if he's Ooh. awesome when Judge isn't playing? Because he he feels like he has to be the team's power source. Yes. Huh. Oh my! I'm very interested in those now. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to pull that up. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how easy that is. Although I guess all the, all the judge judge really didn't well, miss what, any time last. When year. did judge? When did judge's last game? Uh, June third, day of our day of our watch party. Okay, so since June third, he has a three sixty batting average. That's good. A four eleven. A four eleven on base, five hundred slug, and nine eleven. OPS. Now, judge, when was did Judge return from the injury before that? Uh, I can find out. Judge, game log, 2023. He returned the first time was May 9th. He was out April 28th through May 8th. So May 9th through June 3rd? May 9th through June 3rd is when Judge was back. Oh, my God. A 255 batting average, a 305, 
on base, a 509 slugging. So he was cranking the ball in that window. Yeah. The OPS is actually 814 because of that. So so his that like power week we had from him was during that time. I guess so. Damn. But 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 what so then let's do the other window. So that would have been April 28th through May 8th. That's how short it was? He missed I think I think it was 11 days cuz there's like an off day. He missed basically the minimum. Oh yeah, remember that. Yeah. Um not good in that stretch. Not good. So that's so the the theory's broken. Damn. Right? That was a so really guess, fun theory for a second. So I guess just his numbers since mid-May are good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, now, the only way to salvage this is go April 2nd to May 3rd when Judge was in the lineup and see if they're fucking awful numbers. And they are. Yeah. He was kind of the worst version of himself offensively for the first five weeks of the year that we've seen. It really, it really, th- I really think it's uh, just from mid-May. <laughs> yeah, he, he might just be about him. Might not have to do with Judge at all. <laughs> yeah. Mid-May, if we go to his first home run of the year, Okay. Once he popped his first home run, imagine if after he hit that home run in Fenway last year, he was awesome too. Oh. And you just need he just needs to hit a home run and then the confidence grows. So since he popped his first home run uh 34 games ago, so in the last 34 games, 104 plate appearances, IKF has a 323 batting average, a 365 on-base percentage, a 561 slugging which gives him an 897 OPS. That's a decent stretch to be playing that well. It's good. It's been yeah, been a while. He's that's with a lot of bouncing around like he hasn't had maybe other than when Bader was out and he was a center fielder, that's like the only time it's been there's been like a week where he's doing kind of one thing. And even then they mixed in a few McKinney days. Yeah. I'm finding out I'm going from when he hit his home run last year. Eh. After he hit his first home run in Fenway last year, the rest of the way he batted 250, 325, 368, 692, which is better than his career OPS, but nothing. So another theory come and gone. Dude's been good since May, though. Really good. So congrats to IKF. Jake fucking wishes. Jake wishes. I'm uh, who are you gonna go to? Fortunately, IKF wasn't wasn't my guy who I had something half planned, so I can go straight to this. Uh I'm giving out the dude, I I almost gave you a stepping stone award. Ooh. Uh DJ LeMayu? Yes, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. He, entering this game, he had a six game on base streak. Uh, he had walked four times, hits in five out of his last six. He'd struck out only one time. That's been a big problem for him this year. 
if that had continued today, if he had found a way to get get on and not have one strikeout, I would have said, "Hey, all right, stepping stone." These were against two of the two of the worst teams. However, you want to rank the Cardinals. Uh, let, let's try to have a similar set against some good teams like the Orioles coming up. Uh, instead, today uh, he did have a walk taken away from him. Uh, so that that stinks for him, and then he he does strike out at the end. So the whole thing, the whole the whole mood of my award and and wanting to say nice things about DJ sort of goes away. But like, oh, it's something. Did he have a hit today? And no, right? No hit today. He had a hit and a walk in each of the first two games of this set, and in the six games previous. So that's going back to the Rangers series. He had reached base in all six and had hits in five out of six walked four times and had only struck out once. Not a lot of extra base hits. Yeah. I think, all. I think two doubles over those, those, that set of games and on the season against the Rangers, two doubles, hits. but uh, yeah, for the last that. like hundred plate appearances, I think only four extra base hits or something like that. Yeah. It's uh, it's been an extended bad time. And I thought maybe just maybe, and, and it still can be, he had, one bad game after after that, so tomorrow he can go back to this. But uh, showing signs of life over the last week. Batting him lead off, you think that is anything? Trying to get him going, or uh, really I don't know him? if it. I don't know if it's as much trying trying to get him going. I I don't mind it of late. Well, again, says a little more about where the Yankees are at. That like I don't know that. Some people were mad about it this weekend, saying like having to watch him lead off is killing me. It's not not my problem with the team right now. The last week he'd been okay. He had four hard hit balls in this series, so I guess yeah. that's something. But yeah, in the leadoff spot, the first two games of this set, leading off the games with singles both times, that was cool. Uh. Ground out to start off this one. And strikes out in the last at bat. So that I want, I wanted, I wanted to be able to be like half actually excited. Yeah, no stepping stone. No, even then it would have been kind of a stretch, but uh, it's kind of been a blind spot for me, man. Him and Stanton are kind of areas of like I just don't think there's any change that's going to happen because of the contracts and the commitment and what they've done in the past and belief in their abilities that for me, I, I talked about this on stand. Both of them are kind of like, well, they just got to get better. Otherwise they're going to really hurt the team because they're not going to just like get rid of them. Maybe they bench them at the end or they do an injury. But so I, so I haven't had the, like, I haven't been watching um, DJs at bats in a painful like way, like people, like you're saying, people are describing because mm-hmm. I just don't put it into my bat, my mind, like this goes south, something can happen. Like I do with a, other, a lot of other players on this roster. That makes sense at all. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm fully with you on Stanton. Like what do you really change? Eventually he'll have a week where he hits five homers and we're happy. I, I generally still believe in him. DJ, I'm watching him similarly. Cause I like, I don't know what the change is supposed to be, but, uh, on, on I could season, I could see DJ not being rate. a starter in like a, a playoff run, but until a pennant chase in September, like remember Gardner when they traded for McCutcheon, like, and then Guardy didn't start anymore, but then they started him in the wild card game or something or whatever it was. 
Um, so I could see them like going after the deadline, having yeah, a somebody, new configuration without DJ, but they're going to give him until then. So yeah, maybe it's slightly different than Stanton. Yeah, DJ is uh, like somebody tweeted at me last weekend. Like, well, especially this is while Rizzo is really, really going through it. He's maybe still going through it, but uh, they're like, who are you rank these guys by? Who you're most worried about? DJ Rizzo Stanton. Rizzo, I I wasn't worried about at all. Stanton, I think will turn it around, but there's a chance that you know age and injury, whatever, and he doesn't play the field very often. DJ's the one I'm like actually worried about. He's he turns 35, 36 in in the next couple weeks here. Uh, the strikeout numbers are are up by so much from previous years. That's like a it, that's like a real sign of like being cooked. Um, so I'm like. Something has to give there, he, but he's of the three, the one showing signs that I'm like actually worried about, and he's going to be here the next couple years. So yeah, and got to play the field too, because another guy's playing. They got other guys, the other two guys that are here for a long time. Jeez. Okay. All right. My uh, second award is the tinfoil hat award. Hmm. Oh, I was working on a tinfoil hat thing for Sevy. He's been discussed. Um, Glaber Torres. Incorrect. Tough break. Tough for Jake. And I see why you would guess why you wouldn't guess this guy because he only played one game this series. Mm. But that's part of this. Josh Donaldson. What's going on? Uh, you know, it's it's so odd now that I'm spinning conspiracy theories in my head they had a big he didn't play three games in a row right and boone told us it was because after the first two games when they sat him to get a breather they didn't want to play him one game and then off day because if you get into good rhythm you break it up so whatever makes sense but they, he sits three days in a row they have a half hour meeting that boone and they just talking ball blah 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 blah, blah. boone was like it wasn't juicy at all and I said, oh, I had to be a little juicy, Boone. And then he kind of nodded his head and was like, well, yeah, yeah. Um, he plays all three games in Oakland. He gets a hit in each game. He hits one of the farthest home runs you'll ever see hit. And then he hits another home run and a double. So three extra base hits, plays really well in Oakland. And then the next series, okay, we sat this dude to get him going against the A's. Gets going against the A's. Let's use this. They sit him two out of the three games in this series. My hat's made of tinfoil. I think they said, go have a good set versus Oakland. We're going to trade you. No, I don't really think that. But, like, <laughs> why? What? What? What is this all about? None of this makes sense. None of it makes sense. They had a lefty starter today. Like setting in one of the double header games, sure, but whole they showed teams whole he could so pitch, weird. so he's versatile. <laughs> Cardinals are trading a bunch of people. Yeah, Jack Maybe. Flaherty nailed his Yankees they, audition. I don't know Monty coming back. No, no. Uh, both relievers that we saw. Stratton and Verhagen, how do you say his name? I think Verhagen, yeah. Those guys are going to get traded. Maybe are selling a ton to sell. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I just what's going on with Donaldson? 
Like why, why he go, he, he uses Oakland to get hot and sure it's Oakland. It doesn't count unless you're perfect. Mm-hmm. Like Domingo's perfect game counts. Um, but it's odd to sit two out of three after like, we're going to sit them and then get them hot. And then you got them hot and then you sat them again. You had a good series. He's probably got the most balls hit to him of anybody in the perfect game. Not something that matters. Just a thought I had. And, uh, and then, yeah, he's just... Also, one of the only guys that didn't really celebrate it. God. But I understand the double header. He's going to play one out of two. That's fine. So really, it's like, but why didn't he play today? He's got a... If... I don't, maybe maybe I should do a Twitter scroll and see if they've said something about it. But it, if he's not... You got to be careful with that. You can't just mindlessly scroll. Yeah. Allegedly... I asked Kyle, do you think that is that done? I haven't gotten the alert yet. And he said, I think that's done. Can't see quote tweets. So we might be able to scroll. But yeah, if he's not nursing something that just popped up because he pitched the day before. So if, you, if you're nursing something, that's not the guy that pitches. Uh, Unless he hurt himself know. pitching. And, and he might have. And they they find another injury for him to Ellsbury him and solve something. I don't know. I, I, it's so weird. Yeah. Oil hat. Okay, that's my tin foil hat award. Trying to figure this one out. Man, my final award of this show. Some people think it's a pretty prestigious award. Um. Ooh. What do I want to call this? Uh, uh just like the like w- welcome back and I love you award. Welcome back and I love you. Uh Ian Hamilton, are you serious? It's That's not crazy. Ian Hamilton. That's the the trickery that could have happened. Cause that Ian sounds a lot like you're back. giving this to Ian Hamilton, and now you're pivoting because you realize what? No, um, it's going to Tommy Matt, Canely. Matt Crook? It's Tommy Canely's award. Uh, he, since coming back, he is not allowed to run. Uh, he's always been one of the fan favorites, including me as one of the fans. 11.2 clean innings. He's like fully in the mix. He's striking out 10 batters per nine. He hasn't really walked anybody. Two walks in that time. Like Canley's just like all the way back and should be, like I should be accounting for him more when we do pitching path to victory on the pregame show. Yes. I haven't fully yeah. yet, and I think this week is when that will begin again. It's fun to see him be part of the formula. Uh, and it's also fun to see his change up and what he's doing and working and almost feels like he comes from that other era of like Yankees where the, you know, when he was here in 17, 18, 19, is that when he was all yeah, three years? Yeah. yeah. One they were, they were like, uh, you know, winning division and really good. And they weren't this. It's almost like I get transported when he's on the mound back to those feelings of 2017. And maybe that's why I like him so much. Yeah, also, the really good results and outings and intensity and all that. Yeah, one of the has one of the cooler singular pitches to check out. That's fun. It's true. 
Yeah, I'm really happy. Uh, I'm really happy he's on this team. The bullpen has been the strength of the the strength of this team. So we didn't. I don't think we did. I don't think we realized how much we missed him while he was gone. But he is really nice to have. Do you believe pivoting off of Canley, who is a nice conversation, a good award? Do you think that Jake Storiali is off the McKinney train? I thought about, I was thinking about McKinney a little bit because he goes over in this set. I don't think he he's necessarily off of it. The Yankees aren't faced with any decisions there right now because he still is classically trained. Yeah, his last uh, eight games or so, the stats are really bad since he hit. Um, he did have that one home run that now my daughter has nicknamed Billy. <laughs> yes. Which Katie actually kind of likes now. She's been saying it more than me. It's in the mix. I like that. It's in the mix. Um, yeah, I don't know. Bowers still seems to be the guy they like a lot. Bowers Dude, should they go back to Bowers' leadoff? Did we kind of like that? It always felt weird, but the their leadoff spot has been kind of a mystery all year. And they've had a bunch of guys who were like kind of good there, like like Glaber. Him batting leadoff wasn't a problem. Bowers batting leadoff, he wasn't a problem in that spot. It was weird, but like he he was good. DJ these last couple games. I haven't specifically hated that. I'm gonna so go. I'm a gonna bunch of guys up. that I don't. I don't know who I want, but they've all kind of been okay when they've been in that spot. Yeah, because you said Glaber, and I was like, yeah, he was decent there too. I'm gonna pull up the Yankees splits uh, on batting order, position, batting first. The Yankees, well, the total numbers on the whole aren't great, but that's because they're not good anywhere. Yeah, and and Volpe. Let's was see who said the most game like started. Bad times. It was a lot of Volpe, so I think that's dragging them down. Well, Volpe, Volpe and Glaber both have twenty-five games started as leadoff hitters, and Volpe's numbers are not good at all. Glaber's are pretty good: two sixty-nine batting average, three nineteen on base, four twenty-three slugging. So that's not bad. Um, it's like amazing. DJ has 18 games in the leadoff spot, and Bowers has 12. And Bowers' numbers are awful, so maybe I'm misremembering. Huh? Wow. Okay. Bowers just had a couple good at bats, so I remember yeah, did he that. Have like two homers, we remember or something. And like deep at bats to start games off. Was that versus the Red Sox or he, I? One of those. I, th- I think it was that Red Sox set. Bauer's best numbers come from batting six, seven, or eighth. Are we combining him and Willie Calhoun? Was he was he sneaky good in his leadoff in his like four leadoff games? Calhoun, interesting. Uh, Willie Calhoun had three leadoff games, and the numbers are two seventy three batting average, nine oh nine OPS because he mm-hmm. has one double and one homer. Yeah, yeah, he homered one of those White Sox games. Weird part of this season, Willie Calhoun. I thought Glaber, I was going to say something about how, like, oh, Glaber, in the past we've talked about, like, lineup spot kind of mattering for him, and it feels like this year it hasn't. Eh, no. 
He's been pretty good first, pretty good four, five, six, and and but two and three, it's not been what you want. So it's kind of just more of the same that it's always been with him. And I, I didn't like learning that. Who else is bad at leadoff? Wait, no, we just did all of them. I was going to do trivia, but we did all of them. We do all. I was, I was wondering if like Rizzo somehow snuck there, but I, I th- guess we got everybody. Yeah, but I will end it with trivia. Um, how many different players have batted fourth for the Yankees this year? Mm. <sighs> Cleanup spot. Cleanup spot for the Yankees. I will guess. I mean, we just said like six different guys bat lead off. I'll, I'll say like eight guys have batted fourth. <gasps> eight guys have batted third. Only seven guys have batted fourth. Fuck. Do you think you could name them without getting one wrong? Immaculate grid style. Mm, so it's it's seven of them in the four spot. Seven different batters. Okay. I'll tell you how many games when you get down to. You know, you can't find one yeah. at the end. I'll tell you how many games they, they did it. Giancarlo Stanton has batted fourth. And if you get one correct, I'll tell you how many games for a sense of it. 23 games for Stanton, cleanup spot. Correct. DJ LeMayhew has batted fourth. The most, 29 games for DJ. So that's um, 52 games covered for you. Uh, Rizzo snuck in there recently, I know. I don't. I'm curious how many total it's been. Fourth most for Rizzo, who started uh, leadoff 10 times. Uh, because I, I had just looked at his splits, uh, Glaber has batted fourth. Yep, 13 times. So that's the top four. DJ, Stan, Glaber, Rizzo. There's three more names. Willie Calhoun. He's, he's batted three times. He's the sixth most out of the seven. But perfect run so far. So I have five of the seven, four of yep. the seven, five of yep. the seven. You have one guy who did it four times and one guy who did it once. Now my legs are in shot. Legs in shot. Uh, Harrison Vader, I know, is one of them. Three feet. Yeah, Vader did it once. Oh, he's only, really only once. I would have I really guessed he did it more. Have they done Donaldson, not Volpe, not the catchers? So I would guess it's either Donaldson or Bowers, and I would guess Donaldson. Perfect game for big baby David. Donaldson's batted cleanup four times. That ends our show here on Talking Yanks. Thank you guys for tuning in. Appreciate you. I'm going back to my babies. Jake's going, uh, he's in Chicago. I don't know when I'll be back. Uh, I'll be back for the Boone episode, which is the yeah. next episode, I believe. So it'll be the next yeah. episode. Great Everybody. job, Beebs. Thank you very much. Enjoy your Fourth of July, everyone. Go Yanks! Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs>